This is the Night Elf Physical Podcast. I'm Shane. And I'm JP. And JP, have you ever had jet lag? Yes. I was traveling. Well, it's funny because I got it traveling west, which usually doesn't happen. So you're like, <laughs> oh, you're going the other way. You're yeah. the other way. Yeah. But um, I was up really late one night and I was traveling out to Vegas to visit somebody. And even though like I lost, you know, you like, or no, you gain that hour mm-hmm. like going west. And I, I, like, I still like felt like I had to sleep because <laughs> yeah. I was up so late, you know, before preparing to, to go. So, um, you know, it took me a little while to adjust times, but like at the same time when I was out there, I got, um, sun poisoning. Oh yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. Cause I forgot how, like at elevation, like I forgot how bad the, the sun was and my face actually like puffed out and like blow like blow really is that bad Had like an allergic reaction yeah really? like okay. and so i didn't realize it and like i got back we were out skateboarding at a in henderson and i got back to the to the apartment that we were staying at and i looked in the mirror and my whole side just puffed out and like <laughs> you ever see the i'm not no never mind I'm, i was gonna say something but i was like you ever, share the mask <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's so bad. But. <laughs> what if you look like it? You look like nah, you no. No, it's like that's just like a bad. Ex- yeah, but um, <laughs> yeah. It's like I didn't really even recognize myself, and like we went out to eat with some like people we knew and everything, and like no one brought it up. Like, but I just like like it hurt to touch and everything. But that's not. Jeez. Yeah. Anyway, but um, yeah. I also, I've gotten it going to like Florida and stuff too. Like you know, I haven't been on like huge trips. Like the most flying time I've probably had is like three and a half hours or something, you know, like okay. cross country or, you know, something like that. So yeah. not too bad, but you know, you land like going from one way to the other and you're like, Oh my God, it's late or, you know, something yep. like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, that's kind of my extent too. I mean, I think the longest travel I had, I was so young, it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, like I'm saying Maybe from Florida to California was my longest trip. Where they go up to Atlanta and then head over. Mm-hmm. You know, having a couple stops in the way, on the way, um, and I can almost like sleep an entire day after that travel. Yeah. So the reason I bring that up, Kristen Starr is coming back. Mm-hmm. How do you think that's going to affect her? Ooh. Like, do you think it's going to be? You know, she s- seems to start slow. And then by the time she's ready to go back home, she's on fire. Right. It seems to kind of hold the pattern. Do you think she's going to come back on fire or do you think it's going to take some time? You think it's going to have the jet lag effect? I don't know. Like, that's interesting because obviously she's coming back to defend the preserve. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, yeah, I guess it depends like how early she gets here. Right. You know, to adjust and get mm-hmm. back into it. I guess she's coming back, what, this coming Tuesday or something like that? Okay. Or Monday or Tuesday, she's flying into Minneapolis. Yeah. Well, I don't know and exactly then, where she's flying Yeah, and then it'll be Preserve, and then U.S. Women's isn't until later in July. Yeah. Yeah, so I think Des Moines after, after I the Preserve, I think. don't know where. Yeah, I'm not positive on she this. She could always goal. swing and hit one of our flex starts. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Swing up to Door County. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. That'd be sweet. It's 25 bucks, man. Yeah. I mean, if you're coming into Wisconsin, yeah. you might as well. Yeah, exactly. Right? Makes like, sense. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I always, I hope she just comes in and she's just absolutely on fire. I do, too. 
like absolutely on yeah. fire. But um, well, it's interesting because um, what's her name? Leek. Is that her name? Oh, like, yes. She's going up against, yeah, Leek Lorenzen. She's been here for a while. Like, she didn't go back, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. she's been on tour for a little bit here and there. Yeah. There's a couple. There's that prodigy player, too. Um, oh, yeah. Lean, Lina. I don't, I don't know how to say it. I follow her on Instagram, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I know who you're talking about. Um, she had that shirt on that said, oh, what was the shirt? What did it say? I can't remember. So, nevertheless, so <laughs> um, all right. So we are a little often disoriented because this is Friday night yeah. at eight thirty. I mean, we so for in Wisconsin there was bad storms Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. There was tornado watches and warnings, flash yep. flooding south of us and to the central part of the state. But there was still predicted, mm-hmm. you know, some bad weather, and then it ended up being nothing. Really, like it was windy. <laughs> And that was it. But like Green Bay, like I was talking to um, one of our truck drivers today. They lost power Wednesday and they didn't get back till this morning. Yeah, I heard it was almost over a quarter of yeah the area didn't have mm-hmm. powder power for and then, quite a while. So like Marinette County, which is directly across the bay from us. Mm-hmm. 13 getting, miles. Yeah, they yeah. were getting tornadoes. Yes. Yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because they, they were talking Oconto and then Marinette. Yep. And, and I'm like. I mean, we can almost reach out and touch them, like yeah. seriously. Yeah. And for some reason, being it's out that, on the island, it's like or the peninsula, right? It's just it's that water. You know, we'll yeah, see water spouts. Us. We haven't had a we had a tornado once, I think, back in like ninety eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, but that was it. So yeah, we're uh so we're adjusting to this new time, but um, we'll be back on Wednesday. So you'll hear this hopefully Friday, most likely tomorrow, which would be Saturday, right? Is when I'm going to try to get it out as fast as I can tonight. Okay. So, so may still that, drop on Friday. But. <laughs> that's kind of why I brought my computer. I was like, hopefully I, we can just like record it and I can like get it up because I'm pretty fast now at getting stuff out. Sure. Editing sure. and whatever. So, yeah. Well, and we don't edit too much. We're kind of uncensored here. So, yep. um, okay. So we'll go over real quick. We'll get into the preview and then we'll go back to Thor Hanger Flipper. Um, we have a listener bag analysis. So we'll go over those. We actually got quite a few, so thank you. Um, yeah, that's awesome. I think we have about the next couple weeks covered. Uh, I think we have four more. Yeah, right. But keep sending them Including, in. Let yeah, us know what you got. Keep sending them in because maybe we'll do a couple a day. Who knows? Um, and then we're gonna talk about Val Mandahano. We're gonna talk match play. We're gonna have a random question, hopefully, and then we'll do some shop updates. And then um, we're gonna talk about a promotion that's gonna be coming for our online store. Ooh. So we'll do that. Um, I've been thinking about it, and I think. I'm just going to give a little teaser, and then I'll give the full explanation on next Friday's episode. Awesome. So we'll have it out, and so I'll have it ready by Wednesday when we record, and then Friday mm-hmm. we'll start it. Um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a Diesel Brothers style. So have you ever have you ever watched the um, the show on Discovery Channel? It's called Diesel Brothers. No, I, maybe it was it Diesel I don't Brothers? think I've ever heard of that. Yeah, it is Diesel Brothers. So it's. They have some huge like diesel power warehouse or something like that. They have this huge like online retail store and they do these, you know, like, hey, anyone that orders from this time to this time, X is going to happen. I kind of stole something from them. Didn't steal it, but I'm stealing the idea and the mantra. Okay. Mantra? That doesn't sound right. Anyways, the motif of that style. Got it. Um, Got it. So we're going to do something real quick just to kind of increase the exposure to the website. Um, www.doordiz.com. Um, also, go over our 
socials real quick. So door underscore disc underscore golf does have the link tree. All of our links are there. Night underscore owl underscore pod is the night owls disc golf podcast. We'll give you updates for the show and do stuff like that. JP posted some, um, you know, disc reviews and shows some discs that he gets, things like that yep. on it. So um, it's an active one. But outside of that, let's get back to it. Thrower, hanger, flipper, what did you get this week? Uh, I bought a Lone Star Discs Warbird, mm-hmm. which is a high-speed driver from them in the Bravo plastic, which is the more flexier, but like still has pretty good grip. Mm-hmm. And sadly enough, I have not gotten a chance to go out and throw yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> you've, been, been, you've been reffing. I've been busy with soccer refereeing and other things with the kids and whatnot. So that's been taking up a lot of my time. And then I also got two... Lone Star Disc Lariats, which is a new fairway driver from them. Mm-hmm. And the numbers on that are 9-5-1-1. One, one. And I got that in Bravo and Alpha Plastic. When did so, you get the Lariat? You didn't... Do we have it? Nope. No, I got I it from Infinite so. Discs. Okay. But I put it on the board to get. Yes. So the Lariat and the... There's another disc that they the have. The Walker Texas Ranger... No, the Texas, Texas Ranger Rain. Um, came out. Oh, yeah. And then There's we also have the Bull Snake. Oh, the I heard something about this. Chupacabra. Yep. And the Dome. I heard about the Dome, too. That's a newly uh, approved disc, I think. Yeah, so the Dome is a fairway driver, a mm. domey fairway driver. Okay. Um, and then the Chupacabra is, a, excuse me, control driver. The Chupacabra is a um, flat, overstable fairway and then the bull snake is a slightly overstable approach putter nice so kind of an overstable line that's coming out yeah so it says overstable putt and approach and the chupacabra is a mega overstable fairway and then the domey oh excuse me the dome is a flippy disc so it's an eight speed so nah it's still a fairway i guess oh okay so it's an eight speed flippy eight speed um and it is named after the astro dome that's kind of what I thought. Yeah. I was like, what's in Texas that's domey? Yeah. yeah, the old So I think I'm going to grab those last five that they dropped. I think I will. Um, we're still playing the what discs do we want to bring in thing because I think i got to do a restock on Innova as much as I don't want to. I have such a, like, like I'm, like, yeah, so angry about yeah. Innova right now. Yeah. Um, but they're – sorry, my dog barked. Um yeah, so that's that. Sorry, I had to interrupt after you said that. Oh, yeah. And that, yeah, that's what I got. And I intend to throw those. Okay. Yeah, try them out. I'm sure I'll, they'll make the thrower bag, like the one that I. The other bag. The other <laughs> bag, yeah, the, the one that I'm trying out, yeah. Um, I I didn't get anything new. Um, I did kind of shuffle some of my bag around a little bit and, and just like solidifying some of the slots mm-hmm. so which emacs am i going to have in which oh, okay. comments am i going to have in those type of things yep. um and then took out a couple discs that were in my bag that like it was like oh i have this in my bag still you know yeah. took out a couple of those things um but outside of that like even when we did our bag review i just completely forgot i had them in there so oh, okay like, <laughs> you know, i just that's how long that's I kind of in. like i know like when we were doing our bag review i was like going through it in my head i was like I'm pretty sure I have more discs in my bag than this, but mm-hmm. I can't think of them because I barely ever use exactly. them. Like, exactly. Yeah. So obviously they can be taken out. Yep, yep. I had an Undertaker, and I love Undertakers. I'm not taking anything away from Undertakers, but I had an Undertaker sitting in there. I don't know, remember the last time I threw on an Undertaker. Wow, like, yeah. I can't even remember. 
So took those out, you mm. know, um, I actually had two of them, um, took those out and then freshened up cause I needed a fresh, uh, felon. Okay. We had a felon. I had that old felon that I've been throwing for a long, yeah, long that time. Yeah, that yellow one. That yellow one. Yep. I just had to freshen up a felon. So I threw another felon in there, but that yellow one's still in there. Um, but yeah, so, but outside of that, I didn't really get anything, but all those will be throwers, but they've been thrown and if, no, 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 I think all those were brand new, but they were sitting on the shelf that, okay. on my shelf in here, not in the shop. I didn't yeah. pull it from the shop. So, um, and then I really wanted to put a DD three in my bag. Yeah. But man, this is beefcake, these new ones. Speaking of DD3, Colt Montgomery hit one of the sickest aces I have mm-hmm. ever seen. That yep. was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, man, it was an ace. So um, Joel Freeman hit one, a skip ace on camera. <laughs> yeah. And 18th hole, he birdie birdied 18th hole, he aced to put him within one of Garrett Gurthy. Mm-hmm. And. And who was it? Um, Jordan Castro hit an ace. It wasn't on film, but okay. Jordan Castro hit an ace in the tournament he was playing. Yeah. In. And then Cole Nadalin hit an ace during OTB skins yes. for 2,500. And yes. I was like, boy, you're one week too late, buddy. Yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. Poor guy. It's still 2,500 bucks. But oh, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, oh, and I wanted to talk about um, Basket, too. Oh my God! The malfunction. Coriolis. Yes, Coriolis. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that as well. Yeah. So now that we're done with this, we'll jump right into it. We were going to go to listener, but I want to talk about basket, and I want to talk about Cole Rodolin, but I also want to talk about the basket. You mean Coriolis? Coriolis. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about the basket and Coriolis. So Coriolis, dead center chains, hits the bottom of the basket, pops up a little bit, kind of goes on edge. Yeah. Falls, falls right, right through, through the bottom of the basket. <sighs> Um, and if you haven't seen it, what rock are you living under? <laughs> Just get on YouTube. It's going to be a featured video. Yep. I've seen and to, it. And for it to happen on coverage is... Lead oh, card. Yes. That's yeah. ridiculous. So he had to putt it again. The putt did not count. Right, yeah. So he took a stroke because of a... Basket malfunction. I wouldn't even call it a malfunction. Well, no, that's, I mean, true, that's true. Yeah. Like, um, so what I had heard is like... Something was originally wrong with the basket, and they like had to fix it. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. And for some reason, this you know, like you know, the bottom of the basket was wide enough that maybe nobody knew, but like just wide enough, like what happened happened. The disc right. just slipped through, right. and technically, that basket shouldn't have even been PDGA legal mm-hmm. for the modification. Right. Right. Yeah. So the tournament director was aware of it, and the tournament director from what I understand, was the one that did the repair. Okay. So it had broken, and he re-welded it, and he welded it, I guess, maybe not in the right direct place, or mm-hmm. it was bent, and he didn't bend it back. Um, but do you remember, maybe it was 2015 or 16, I believe it was the first run of the Prodigy, Prodigy T1s that they had the issue where it would fall through. Oh. And they had to add the extra ring on the bottom. Okay. I don't know if you remember that. I don't really remember that too much. Um, But there was a run, I don't know, and I don't want to call Prodigy out. I don't know who it was. It was either Prodigy or DD or, I mean, it could have been any basket maker at that time. It might have been Discraft, who knows. Mm. Um, But it was a basket manufacturer, and it was a pretty well-known basket manufacturer that that was one of the issues that they would fall straight through. And that brought me back to that. I was like, Oh, I remember when they did that. Cause it was a big deal. Cause people were just there. I remember seeing a, a post of it where someone was just holding a putter and just like 
like freely. It wasn't even touching yeah. anything. It was just going straight in and out of the bottom of the basket. And it was something, you know, you'd never think because there's no measurements, but you hit it at that right angle and it goes right in and yeah. out easy. But the thing that I'm kind of disappointed about is, and this is the change of the rules because in the old rules, it would have counted. The new rules, it does not. Right. Because it has to come to rest yep. in the bottom of the basket. And you know what's crazy is you can slam a disc into the side of a basket and it counts. Yeah. You know, <laughs> exactly. you can yeah, wedge a disc. Sticks in a yeah, basket. If it yep. sticks in, it's in. Yeah. You know, yeah. didn't go into the proper area. Right. You know, and last year, if you had to go above the tray yep. to, for it to count. And this year, they made it more fair. But yeah, it punishes a guy where it hit a dead center putt, all that stuff. And luckily, he didn't lose by just one. But man, if he would have, right. that would be a huge outrage. I know, because like it, it did just rest for like a split second before it went through, and you're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, dang!" <laughs> yeah, did it come to rest or not? You know. Yeah. So, um, I think that in extreme cases like that, as in, you know, the exception is not the rule. The rule truly, I mean, there is an exception to the rule, and I think that is one of those issues where like that counted. You yeah, know, like, right. come on, no, no better. Um, you know, we've talked about standard baskets, no better reason to have them than exactly that, but right there, you know, but like you said, exception to the, you know, the, what is it? The mean, like, you know, what was it like? I can't think of it like standard deviation or whatever. Yeah. Something like that. Some statistical term. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like the mean is like, well, you know, an an anomaly. Yes. yes. That's what it is. It's a statistical anomaly. Yes. Is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's where you just throw those issues away. Yeah. I I really wish they would have done something. I I just wish they would have counted it. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm baffled that a modified basket that the TD was aware of and that was caused to, you know, it's like not hooking the chains on the basket. Right. And when a putter hits, the chains just fall. Yeah. Like, so now you can't correct those chains, you mm-hmm. know, but I don't know. So anyway, so crazy. Sucks it happened. He lost a stroke, rating points. I mean, there's a lot of repercussions that come out of that. But any possibly lost some money over it, too. I right. don't know if he lost a spot by one point or not. Someone had told me that he I think I heard somewhere that he did lose something by one stroke, but I don't remember what it was. What it was, yeah. yeah. So, you know, that that's unfortunate. So, but, um, all right. So, should we move on to Mr. Cunningham's yeah, bag review? Yeah, do it. So, Michael review. Cunningham is part of Parliament, so our team here uh, at Door Disc Golf. Um, but he sent in his bag. Now, I've already talked about his bag slightly the last time. Where he's the guy that if I wanted to switch a bag with somebody, it would be so easy to just hand my bag to him and him hand his bag to me. Yeah. Um, Other than the top end of his drivers. So the only thing that he forgot, and I don't think you have it on there, is a Berg. He has a K1 Mm. soft Berg, if I remember rightly. Or it might be just a K1 Berg. Um, I could probably pull up the email. But, um, all right. So putters, what he has is two putting judges. He doesn't specify the plastic but if i remember rightly he uses classic um he has one jawbreaker zone one moonshine judge one ethos praxis never heard of that disc before in my oh, life oh i 
It's it's a great disc. Um, I have two of them actually that I used to use as throwing putters. What are what company? Thought Space Athletics. Ah oh, yes. Okay. Okay. And um, okay, Ethos is like their clear kind of champion, like plastic. Okay. Okay. And then one Z Zone. Nice. So you want to go in the mids? Yep. So mid range, he has one Malta, one Justice, one uh, new C line MD three. And three cores. Now, the core is not a disc. I am super... I know it's a DD disc. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I've not seen a lot of them. No. So I don't know much about that disc. <laughs> they made them for a short while. They're not OOP, but they're just not producing them. Okay. Um, they put them in some gold line and term, tournament plastics. Okay. Like, they let them out. I think you have one for last year's um, DD, the DDO player pack. I believe you had oh, one in a tournament. Know. Maybe um, I did. I'm just looking it up right now. It's a six-speed disc, mm -hmm. five glide, minus 0.5 turn, and one fade. So a fairly straight yes, mid-range. It's, uh, it's like borderline... Bounty-ish. Okay. Is what it is. Faster bounty. Um, faster bounty. Okay. Um, great, great mid. Like controllable, easy, stay on a line mid. Um, and you can put, it's torque resistant. You can put some good power and Michael has some good power. Yeah. He's an he advanced can, level player. Right. Right. He's upper level of the advanced. Yeah. He's, he's right on the verge of, I think he's a nine sixty ish player. I know at least at one point he yeah. was, but he's upper level. Um, you know, he just has his days. Like I beat him in a couple tournaments. So that's how you know he has his days. Because I, I have no business beating him. Didn't he, he won the um, Springtime Open, though. He did win the Springtime yeah. Open. But the year before that, he did not. You know, it was like just back and forth, yeah. you know. But I think he's, he's a lot more consistent now. Um, let's see. Five FDs. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you're speaking our language. Exactly. He has an S-Line Jackal, a Night Strike 1. Wow. Um, a Halo Hawkeye, a Swirly S-Line, and a C-Line FD2. Hmm. Um, so I think he's kind of cheating with the FD2. That's what I was thinking too <laughs> when I thought at first. I was like, that's it's in the FD line, but it's an FD2. Exactly, so. yep. Um, he has one Fusion Escape and four Onyxes. Um, <sighs> two stock ESP, one Proto, and one Big Z, and a Firebird. No um, mention of plastic, but... Yeah, no mention on. of plastics, but I'm assuming it is a... You think it's the sex? I think it's a color glow, I yeah. would assume, yeah. So that's an assumption. Okay. Now let's see. Distance drivers. He's got one Halo Wraith, which is, for me, that's pretty beefy. Beefy. And four Destroyers. One Philo Batross Swirly Star. I used to have one of those. Fairly flippy, aren't they? A little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, two Star and one Halo, which must be like a Heimberg Destroyer. I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Stars, it depends on what run. Because I had like the 2016, 2017 Paul Macbeth runs. They mm -hmm. were kind of that beigey color. Okay. Yep. Absolute beefcake. I also had a blue Star Destroyer. Don't know what line it was. Also a Paul Macbeth Destroyer. And it had like flip for days. Yeah. Like the strangest thing. Um, but such as Innova, that's the type of the stuff <laughs> that they do. Yeah. Um, the Halo. Wraith and Halo Destroyer, I've thrown both. And it's weird because the one Halo Wraith that we gave away at club that one year, 
or that it was last year, I think. I think Tyler ended up getting it. That yeah. Halo. Yep. It was a Halo. I know destroyer. he has one. Oh no, was it a Wraith? I don't know. He has both. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I think it was the Destroyer because okay. when I threw the Destroyer, it was pretty flat. I mean, it, it responded just like a Destroyer would. Yeah. You know, pretty flat, hard finish. You know, wouldn't say crazy overstable. Mm-hmm. I have the one yellow Halo Wraith. Absolute beefcake. I mean, just beef beyond belief. Like yeah. crazy. Um. So, all right, where do you see? Oh, and then the bird. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. where do you see the lackings? Where could he add something into this? Well, right off the bat, I feel like the whole bag is pretty overstable. Yes, yes. <laughs> like or stable to overstable. Yeah. I mean, if but aside from the bird and the cores, yeah. You know, FDs. I mean, that S line jackal. I mean, yeah. It's. It's that's a more stable run of the S line. Same thing with that swirly. I, I have a swirly S line too that was kind of like made around the same time as the, the Jackal. I have a Jackal at home as well, but mm-hmm. and I lost one at Big Freeze one year too, which I was <sighs> totally pissed off about. But um, at first when I saw five FDs, I was like, oh, maybe this is like the perfect like cycling. Mm-hmm. You know, where he's just cycling FDs in and out, like he takes like one out or, you know, but if he's got yeah. all five of these in the bag, you know, obviously they serve him some purpose. Right, right. And it's funny, it's interesting to me that he has the Halo Hawkeye instead of, I don't know if he's thrown the Dong Rebel. Oh, do they have it in the Halo Plastic? The no, they Rebel? don't. I'm just saying like, it's just in Star and Champion, but like, you know, for an Innova, yeah, like... You know, FD that like the Haley King Hawkeye or whatever it is mm-hmm. compared to like the the uh, um, the Dark Rebel. Yeah, I'd just be curious if he's thrown the other one at all. Yeah, I've never talked to him about it. Yeah, I know they're for me they're interchangeable. Okay, and like the three my OG FDs, the Hawkeye and the Dong Rebel. Yeah. There's no appreciable difference for me. That's why I don't bag the Dawn Rebel or the Hawkeye. Sure. The Hawkeye's prettier, but yeah. I don't bag the Hawkeye. <laughs> the Hawkeye's prettier. <laughs> and then um, four Onyxes. Mm-hmm. I'm not familiar with the Onyx. I've never thrown an Onyx. It's, um, I think it's like a 10 5 zero two i think that's what's okay. and i'm not sure excuse me i'm not sure on the stability rating you know discraft stability rating mm-hmm. but to me the vulture is also very similar to the onyx but one of them's a little more flippy than the other i forgot which way it okay. goes and when i threw i had an i had a proto onyx a while ago also lost that at <laughs> the big oh, I was trying to play this like big hyzer and it actually like grip locked and like went way in the woods and I lost <laughs> it forever and I was like well I wasn't really attached to that disc yeah. so not the biggest deal but um you know another case of maybe you know he's got proto to ESP I think the proto when they were made are still made in the ESP as well or like that type of mm-hmm. plastic um yeah I know that that's kind of like a t- and the big Zs tend to be slightly less stable, mm-hmm. the plastic. Um, yeah, I, I mean, so it sounds like it's kind of like a PD. Yeah, yeah, it's PD-ish. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, I <clears throat> the only Onyx I have is a pre-embossed. It was before they even had a name for it, but the Beat the Beast at the okay um, eighteen M Nationals. Oh, that's yeah. where we did that Beat the Beast challenge. Yeah, and those yeah. are Onyxes that were on that and. I'm like, 
I've looked them up a couple times. I'm like, man, I'm tempted to sell it. Uh-huh. But, meh, I'll keep it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah, so, the, I mean, really the only thing that I see, and I'm assuming his destroyers fill this realm, but the only thing that I see is that Tailwind Glidey bomber disc mm. um, as far as his distance drivers go because he can definitely use those. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking something in the uh, Shrike-ish or Colossus, you know, cause, since he's kind of pushes towards that um, Innova line yeah something in that realm um something understable flippy that he can just put up in a tailwind big sky anheuser and get real big distance out of it um as far as his putters go i i like his putters i mean i can't argue with his putters i don't know anything about the praxis but it looks like he has quite a few good throwing putters right as far as the moonshine goes I like the I like the zones. I you know I throw I throw Z zone. I have I have a couple of jawbreaker zones. That I like the jawbreaker is nice because you get that nice grip in the when it's wet. You mm-hmm. know, and still that got that rubbery mm-hmm. um, feel to it, and it just sticks. That's yep. what's nice, and, and it's Z. super straight. It doesn't yeah. have that beef that traditional zones have. Right, right, and yeah. the ethos, the praxis is actually like it's a really straight flying disc, mm-hmm. um, kind of almost like a pure. Okay. Okay. I mean, so it's glidey. Pretty, yeah, it's three. I think it's three three zero one. Okay. So yeah, it's a glidier disc. It feels really good in the hand. Like that's why I liked it. Um, the plastic feels really good. Mm-hmm. And it's just a really good straight flying disc. Like before, I was throwing envies. I thought it was one of the straightest and like most consistent throwing putters. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, and I think you're right on the head with the mid ranges. And as far as uh, over stability goes, you know, you have the Malta, the Justice, and the mm-hmm. MV three. Uh, especially the new MD3s, it got some beef to them. A little bit, yeah. Um, it's a good run. I like the new run of MD3s. I like the run of the new um, Iron Samurai 3s mm-hmm. are particularly like one of my favorite runs of MD3. I don't throw them a ton, but like the new Iron Samurai 3s are really good. Yep. And we the, still have some in the shop. Yeah. And the, the Malta is pretty overstable. It's like mm-hmm. that's Macbeth, Macbeth's overstable disc that he had come out. That's kind of in his gatorish. Line. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then obviously, like the Justice, I'm assuming he, he might use as like a get out of jail free kind of card disc, or you know, that's really all you can use yeah, it for, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> and I'm guessing that he's using the cores as more of his understable flying, mm-hmm. straight to understable. Yeah. I would assume. I mean, Opto X. I mean, that's still pretty. I'm guessing it's still pretty beefy for, you know, what the disc is. But yeah. it, it he seems like he can handle a good amount of. He's got a good arm, so yeah, it'll fly understable for him. The Opto X, so when I throw the fuse, so the fuse and the core, they're fairly interchangeable. It's just hand feel for me. Sure. Um, and I think the fuse might be a five, right? Um, fuse. Yeah, it's a five six minus one zero. Okay, so it's similar. They're they're very similar. similar. Yeah. Um, just a little more turn out of the out of the fuse. Yeah. So the Opto X fuse. It does step up another level, but I put it, you know, when I had the OptoX Fuse and the EMAC in my bag, those two, you know, I could get more distance out of the EMAC, but the flight lines were basically the same thing. Yeah. Um, but when I put it just a standard fuse, like those things were flippy, mm-hmm. pretty darn flippy. Um, so I think you're probably right in the same when you put the opto fuse or the opto core and the gold line core. Mm-hmm. I bet you that's kind of where it is. They have the the stability. So 
kind of curious what he uses as like a roller disc too. Like what he would throw down as a roller. Yeah. I'm wondering if it's one of the FDs or if it's uh yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe even the escape. I like I kind of miss that as fusion escape. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's something else he would throw down as a roller if he yeah. had to. I think it's just the lack of understability. No. I don't remember if he has a good forehand, so maybe he just simply doesn't need it. Right, that could be. So, but as far as it goes, like, I love his bag. I would throw his bag all day. Um, it's the top end for me. His distance drivers, I can't handle them. Um, I might be able to throw some of his destroyers because they're beat in. You know, I know yeah. I've seen him throw a couple of his destroyers that are pretty beat, but outside of that, you know, you go fairways and down. I, I love his bag. Yeah. I love his bag. I like it. I like all the FDs for sure. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm like the, the C-Line FD2, F, the FDD, FD, yeah, FD2, mm-hmm. I love that disc. It's like the new three-tooled and like the older on FD2s are, I like a lot too. Yeah. I have both of those. I used to throw the old FD2, mm-hmm. um, the C-Line, yeah, it was a C-Line and it was a pandemonium stamp okay. on it. And when I first threw it, it flew like a felon to me. Mm, it's yeah. kind of where it was at in that right. same realm. Um, but I really like it too. Um, it doesn't have as big of a rim in my opinion. Like the hand feel, it seems a little more comfortable for smaller hands, mm-hmm. the FD2. So. Um, but yeah, I liked it for the short time that I threw it. Um, but yeah, so Michael, I think just get some understability in your bag. I would assume the Philo, I mean the destroyers, the way you're layering stuff, I'm assuming you have beat in. And you have some flippy stuff in there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, in reality, I don't think there's much we can pick apart. But just by face value, if all these were brand new, I would say you need some understability. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that's it. That's it. Nice bag, though. I can't really roast you up too much because I really like that bag. <laughs> so, all right. Outside of that, um, let's see. We can talk about Valerie Mandahano, but I think we need to take a quick intermission. I do need to take a quick intermission. <laughs> wow. Yes. All right. Yes. So do, 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 we will be back. Yep. <laughs> a few moments later. And we're back. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it was rough goings. It was rough goings. I ate spicy food. So we'll just leave it at that. No. So here, I'll give you a little more. Um <laughs> Okay. We, we, we went to the Asian market like maybe a week and a half ago, and I bought um, fried chili pepper oil. Mm, okay. I've never ever had that or not. Uh, I haven't, but I know, I've seen it. For okay. Sure. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I love this stuff. It's so good. And I had a burrito today with jalapenos and fried pepper oil on it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> Valerie Mandahano. We're going to lead into spicy. Let's <laughs> yeah. segue. Here we go. Yeah. Um, it's talking about spicy. There you go. Yeah. Um, Valerie Mandahano is undefeated in Portland this year. I yeah. mean, <laughs> yes, in Portland. Yes, that was yes. a true statement. In Oregon. In Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Somewhere out west. Yeah, out there. <laughs> but yeah, she dominated again. So that's four in a row. No, three in a row. That she's won. Two. Three. Mm-hmm. Beaver State, Portland. What did she win? Yeah, and then she did... Uh, I mean, she only has three. She has Waco. Oh, Waco. That's right. Yeah, not three in a row. Yeah. She has three. three. She has three total. Yeah, yeah three total. Three total. Um, and it's awesome. Like, I'm, 
I'm all about it, about it. Like, mm-hmm. that's great. And I remember watching her play with the Macbeth brothers, her and her, bro- her sister yeah. play. And I remember, like, how clean they played. Mm-hmm. Like, how... And they almost beat them. They did. They, did they beat them? Uh, no, I think... Uh, I don't remember. It was on Macbeth's channel, I remember. No, because John got an ace. Oh. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. But, yeah, just fantastic. But I remember them playing and watching both of them just so smooth. But Valerie was just super smooth, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but super happy for her. So here's the thing, the reason why I want to bring her up. With Kristen Tatar back in the game, a full field with Paige, Kat, um, you know, merch, mm-hmm. anybody else that's in there. How do you think she's going to continue to fare? Well, I mean, she's the hottest golfer going right now. I mean, Kristen is the highest rated player right, right now. Tied right now with Paige, right? Mm, or she's solo she, now. She's solo. 982, oh, I believe. Ooh, very nice. Yeah. I thought Paige was 982 as well, but I could be wrong. I don't know. I just saw that it said she was ranked. Like, there's an Instagram post the other day saying that she was nice. It must have been okay. Tuesday when ratings dropped. <laughs> but there's something to say about being on a roll. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. she is taking the match play off. She's home resting before they had some stuff they wanted to get done with their RV and they bought a new Jeep and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you can carry that momentum, I think that the preserve is a course that she could score really well on yep. with Kristen coming back and being defending champion. Obviously she's going to look to continue to compete at the highest level possible. <clears throat> um, Kat, you know, she's up there. She's been playing not so great, like early rounds, but she really comes on in like, you know, three and four in like yep. four day events. Um, Paige is Paige. Obviously she's got that, you know, she, she's still killing it, but not like, yeah, right. Not typical not page, like, like dominating. Right. Um, cat merch. She just got promoted to champion team, mm-hmm. which is really awesome. Mm-hmm. And she's been playing pretty consistent. Um, you know, Missy Gannon, you can throw her in there. She's oh, doing okay. But, um, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, like it'd be between page cat or Kristen and, Val, like for me being like one, two, three right now, easily. Okay. So you don't think that, um, oh my goodness. Um, why can't I think of their names? Um, the other Europeans, um, Oh, Evelina and yeah, Hannah. And Hannah. Yeah. I think that's well, you can think of their names. Like yeah. they're not making, <laughs> they're not making a splash really. Like, you know, Evelina, last time we saw her, was having huge putting woes. Mm-hmm. Like, she mm-hmm. couldn't make, make, make a 15-footer, really. Yeah. Hannah, she really didn't show up when she was here either. Like, she yeah. maybe had one top 10 or a top 15, something like that. Like, she wasn't making that big of a deal for being as high of, you know, highly rated right. as they are. And, like, I haven't, I haven't even seen, like, any media from them. Well, they went back to Europe, too. They did. But, like, usually, you know, I'd see, like, an you know, some sort of social media post or like, you know, Innova giving like an update of like what they've been up to. And like, mm-hmm. they've been kind of like radio silent or like social media silent. Like, right. Maybe they're just working hard on their game. So when they get back over here, they feel a little better about being over here. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, I mean, I'm, I'm still on from the very beginning. If you go back and listen to the podcast before the season started, <clears throat> I was very much on the side of 
why is Tatar not getting any airtime and these two are? Yeah. Yeah. From the very beginning. Because I just, I never saw them as being the stars for some reason from 2020 until they got back here. They got these huge rating bumps Mm -hmm. in Europe. And when they came back, they just didn't perform up to their ratings. Right. Now, we can have this fight about whether ratings matter or not, but nevertheless, that's how we're ranking right now. And until further notice, they matter, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So I still think, yeah, Tatar is going to stay up there. You know, Mandahano, like, I want to see her give a couple more. And I think she is, I think she's in the top 10 for sure. Yeah. Without a doubt. I think she could be inside the top five, but no, I think she is inside the top five. Um, I wouldn't put Missy Gannon up there. I know you threw her out there. Right. Like she's had a couple good showings, mm-hmm. but outside of that, I mean, she hasn't really done anything. No. I mean, uh, Haley King too. Haven't seen right. Haley King in a while either. Exactly. So who knows what she's been, yeah. so been I, doing. I and mean, then you've got someone like, you know, maybe, uh, I mean, real Oliva kind of falls in that like 10 to like maybe 15 category. Like she's mm-hmm. still been like pretty good. When you got Owen Scoggins as well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Which Owen is up there. You know, anytime she's in the conversation, you can't count her out. Right. Even though she doesn't have the big distance, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think the difference that Val has Valerie Mandahano has is that she has her sister and she has Mason Ford yeah, and they're about it, about it. Like they're always about disc golf. Yep. They travel together, they practice together, mm-hmm. they play together, they caddy together. You know, I mean, her life is disc golf. It is. And that's something to be said about that. And Heather Young came back and won a tournament. I saw that. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee States, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I, there, I don't know. I saw her on social media. She was with, um, I think, Paige Shu. I saw a picture of her and somebody, and Macy, I think. Melody, yes, yeah. Yeah, there's a picture of the three of them. And I was like, Heather Young, what the heck? Mm-hmm, that's, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm happy to see her back. And that's awesome. Hopefully she's back back. But even if she's not, I love seeing Still that she's cool. liking the game. Yeah. You know, because she sounded like she was kind of mm-hmm. fall out of love with the game. So now it seems like she's back. Dare so. we say Valerie Mandahano, best trilogy player right now? Yes. Yeah. I don't think that's daring to say. No. Because <laughs> Eric Oakley didn't make, oh, he's not trilogy anymore. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I know. It's not fair because, like, Ricky dro- has dropped out, but I mean. Well, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I was thinking more. Yeah, I guess, well, with ooh, Ricky. Ooh. Hmm. I should say no player right now is on a hotter streak or like she's definitely like if you were going like Q rating or like heat index, mm-hmm. hottest player right now. Uh, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's Simon Lazat maybe. Oh, yeah. But as far as the trilogy brands go, without a doubt. Her, yeah. I think so. Um, I, I would love to get back to our grading. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. I know. Because DD killing it with yeah. with her alone her alone yeah. yeah i think we said that even back when we when we did our first grades or talked about signings we're like this is a very underrated signing mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. yeah it's held very held she's definitely probably played outplayed her contract we don't know what I her contract is but she definitely has outplayed well it. she's definitely outplayed her contract because she's definitely worth what 
the person not to be named is getting. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want to put shade on her because I know. she's still, she's bringing worth. There's yeah, worth. They there decided is. that that was the case. I don't know if I, as a business person, would have put that money in that bag. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, with Val, like, whatever they're paying her, more than worth it. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> More than worth it. Absolutely. Uh, so good for her. I mean, I'm super happy, and I think they made the right choice of bringing whoever she wanted with her, and I think that's where Mason Ford came mm-hmm. over with her as well. Um, I don't know if that was because of her, or if it was just kind of a package deal, or what, or maybe they just independently decided. But whatever it is, good choice. Yeah, absolutely. Great choice. So, um, all right, you want to get on to match play? Yeah. So match play. Disc Golf Match Play Championships presented by Discmania. Uh, happening this weekend in Colorado. I don't remember what this, the course is called. I don't either. Um, hey, so while you look that up, uh, full disclosure, JP has seen the results. I have not for the first day of Friday. So what we're going to do is go through and just kind of make our picks. Bailey Disc Golf Course is what it, where they are playing. And apparently it's like 7,800 feet above. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of elevation. Yeah. Well above sea level. And this is kind of home turf for Missy Gannon, isn't it? Or in that area? Um, I believe... It, shoot. I think so. Okay, because I think she's a Colorado native. I don't know if she currently lives there, but I know she was there for mm-hmm. quite a while. And there was somebody else, too, who they were, I heard was from Colorado and might have had some... Um, is Joel Freeman from that area? No. I have no clue. They were no, talking, Joel Freeman's Florida guy. Okay. Um, yeah, someone else was getting mentioned as being kind of a homer to this area. Okay. Maybe, oh, Aaron Gossage, maybe? Wow. Yeah, I don't know. Zero <laughs> Sorry. <vote>. Yeah, <laughs> zero vote. I just want to talk about the picks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right on. <laughs> All right. So, give me the pairings. Okay, match day one, which is today. Mm-hmm. We had Sarah Holcomb versus Vanessa Van Dyken. I'm, I'm going in the order. This is F. Of today's schedule. So this was FPO. There's two FBOs and then MPO. So uh, Sarah Holcomb, Vanessa Van Dyken, Owen Scoggins versus uh, Rebecca Cox, Kat Merch versus Holly Finley, okay. Maria Oliva versus Natalie Ryan, then we had Ella Hansen versus Deanne Carey, okay. Emily Beach versus Jen Allen. Missy Gannon versus Leek Lorenzen. Oh, that's that's the okay. Yep. And then Holland Hanley versus Lisa Fakus. Those that was that was this morning. And then Oh, interesting coverage. And then there was another round this afternoon where it was Gannon versus Fakus, Hanley versus Lorenzen, Ella Hansen versus Jen Allen. Emily Beach versus Deanne Carey, Merch versus Natalie Ryan, Maria Oliva versus Holly Finley. So, so there's a loser's bracket as well then. Yeah, I don't know. Did I? Because this was posted like days ago. Okay. Because um, like when I clicked on the website, it's like, okay, we're going to bring you to this Instagram post for the schedule. Mm-hmm. And then um, Holcomb versus Cox, Scoggins versus Van Dyken. And I think what happens is each pairing, if you mm-hmm. end up winning, you end up getting points. Like oh, So okay. a win is worth three points, a tie is worth one. 
Then do you want to just pick overall? Who do you think the overall match is going to be? Okay. So who the championship match is going to be. And is it going to be it's two players for the championship? Okay, is that so correct? here's what we got going down. Yeah, so championship, it goes, it'll be semifinals. So you got winner one versus winner four, winner two versus winner three, and then it goes winner one versus winner two overall for both you know mpo and fpo okay so then we will pick our pairings for the championship okay okay so i am going to go with and so every player that i gave you that was first is the higher seed okay yes i yeah, yeah. i am gonna go with I'm going to go Hokum and I'm going to go Hokum own. Ooh. Nice. And that's your final day pairing? That'll be my final the championship. Okay. Oh, can they, are they in the same side of the bracket? Can they do that? Can I do that? It's not showing me like the bracket. It's just showing me the pairings for right now. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, it assuming is, that they can meet each other so in the bracket, own, that's fine. You said Sarah Hokum? Hokum and Own. Okay, Hokum is four, Own is five. So they could very well meet each other probably at some point. Okay, okay. I don't know if it'll be before the finals, but it could. All right, so it could, could potentially. All right, so. Oh, actually, they're playing tomorrow against each other. Five oh. Five. So but if it's overall points, it could, you, still, it could still happen. Okay. And then who do we got on the men's side? All right. Okay, you got to go first. Sorry. Okay, I'm gonna take. <laughs> I'm gonna take cat merch. Oh yeah, yeah. And Ella Hansen. Ooh. So merch and Hansen. I like your picks so much better. And I like I honestly. I saw today like <laughs> briefly for a second who advanced by it. It has no bearing on who already has points or whatever. So okay. That's just who I think has the is going to play well here. Okay. Okay. So for MPO today, it's this is, is interesting. Okay. Did Lazat stay in? He. I so think this he is did. interesting. The first. So today there is two round. There's two rounds of FPO and then one round of. Um, yeah, Lazatsin of um, MPO. Mm-hmm. Right. So one, two, three, four, five, six. So only, one, two, wait, one, two, three, four. Yeah, so all 16 played. Um, it's It was Jones versus Coling, mm-hmm. Lo Castro versus Alden Harris, mm-hmm. James Conrad versus Bradley Williams, Aaron Gossage versus Luke Humphreys, Joel Freeman versus Anthony Barilla, um, Lazat versus Chandler Fry. Mm-hmm. Gannon Burr versus Albert Tom, and Ezra Aderhold versus Kyle Klein. Okay. Before you go anywhere, or tell me the winners, let me see if I can pick them. Oh, I don't even, I don't have the winners. Oh, it doesn't have them, good. It doesn't have them up. Okay. The the only time I saw the winners was on Udisc. I don't know who, and I didn't even, I I just looked at the FPO briefly. I didn't even look at MPO because I didn't have time today. All right, so let's do the same thing. Pick our championship pair. Okay. If it's possible. If it's possible, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to put Lazat and Burr. 
<laughs> was that who you're gonna pick? Uh, yeah, yeah, I was thinking about it. Okay, <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna go a little different. Um, I'm gonna say Joel Freeman. Ooh, he's hot right now. He is hot right now. Okay. And I'm gonna say. I want to pick Simon. <laughs> uh, he's he's I'm, super hot. He is super hot right now. Um, I'm going to say James Conrad. A Conrad? Oh, okay. You're hoping he finally shows his teeth again? Yeah, a little bit. All right. All it's right. A, it's kind of crazy. You know, I get a lot of people want to take have their time off before the the preserve. Just, you know, relax. Like, there's some big Especially names. Especially it's a bomber course, it's a, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well... And I was even, they were even down into like what Brody's like 30 something. Yeah, I heard this. he got an invite. And he got an invite and turned it down. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Because that's decent money that they're paying out here. Isn't it? Is. it? I think so. It's like $10,000, I think, for the winner. I think, yeah. I think that's what I heard, 10000 That's incredible. I mean, I think you get $2,000 just for showing up. Mm hmm. <laughs> and if you're playing Missy Gannon, you got a nice little participation trophy. <laughs> That's right. I saw. <laughs> oh, thank uh, you for man. That's confidence. <laughs> but it's awesome because like she was just like that last year against Kona. Yeah, like, yeah. Yep. But um, yeah, yeah. The press conferences are like half the fun of the of the match play event. Mm -hmm. But it sucks because you know, um, not having like the top top players. But I get it. And then yeah. uh, Eagle was there. Terry did an interview with Eagle as okay. well. How's he feeling? He said he had a procedure done and that he's feeling decent, like he's okay. recovering, but you know, still a ways away. All right. Well, sounds like I lost fifty bucks. Yeah, I know, right? Because <laughs> yeah. that suck. Yeah, I know. <laughs> damn you, Jordan. I know. I know. Or damn you, Eagle. <laughs> I, I didn't even think about seeing like catastrophic injury. You know, like, right? I didn't. Why would I not? No, say I know. something like that. Barring catastrophic injury, he's going to have a win. Yeah, and yeah. Jordan said no. So, all right. Um, I thought it was a safe bet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I think there is something to be said about Gannon and Colorado. So, I think there's something, but the amount of momentum that Lazat is carrying right now, I just incredible. Yeah. Um, and. It's a it's a dismany event. Like, exactly. Like, exactly. Uh, and in the home state. Yeah. I mean Yeah. Right. So but like you, Freeman is and Merch has a tremendous amount of momentum. And not just like not winning momentum, she's got this popularity momentum that's going right. that everybody's like, You're awesome, oh. you're the best. This is Besides Valerie Mandahano, she's kind of like the disc golf darling right now. Exactly. Yep. Yep, she comes up in everybody's thoughts and um, conversations about the FPO. So, um, and you know, and I think I think Ryan has probably a very good chance as well. Mm, I, I can think, see that. I think potentially be up there as well. But yeah, I think I think what we choose, we'll see. Got this weekend to find out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have no random question today. Do you have a, Do you have a random question? No, all I had was <laughs> the Monday. <laughs> I like. It. Let's save that because yeah, that's going to be a good conversation. All right. So, your absolute favorite candy? Oh, Bar mean, none. No question. Snickers. Snicker. Yeah. So, rest of your life, only one candy. It'll be Snickers. Yeah, I think so. 
I think that's an easy, like, okay, so, like, recently I've been going into the gas station, and it's like, I always grab a Snickers, so, yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah, I think that's what's got to be. Yeah. I mean, it would be peanut butter Twix, but I haven't seen peanut butter Twix in a while. Peanut butter Twix, ew. Yeah. I don't know why. I See, I'm not the Reese's guy. Like, I you mean, don't like peanut butter in your no, chocolate? I, okay. I have no issues with it whatsoever. Yeah. But it's not the one that I'm like, ooh, I want a Reese's, you know? Oh, like, okay. Like, if I had Halloween candy in front of me and Reese's, that's not the first thing I'm grabbing. Mm. Oh, um, man. Halloween candy. I forgot about Halloween candy. Well, so, okay, let's go to that no, next. No, no, that's then. Not. No, we're going to that next. I want to okay. know. Because you're probably a bottle cap guy, aren't you? No. <laughs> I, no, I've, but I've said I like bottle caps Yes, before. you do. You yeah. do. Um, I will say... Those, I mean, if you know, you know, the gummy nerds. Oh, yeah. Like, without a doubt, I would stay with them for the rest of my life. Okay. Now, there's a, there's a clusters, any of them, honestly, any of them, like the giant nerd, the sour nerd eggs, or the gummy clusters. Okay. Any of the variation, completely fine. <laughs> Lulu, Lulu was funny tonight. She's my, my youngest daughter. She, uh, we were at the, my son's. Literally game, and mm-hmm. she's like, I want candy. I was like, oh, God. All right. So what does she go grab? A nerd rope. <laughs> perfect. It's like, perfect. You're going to be up the rest of the night. Absolutely. And your mom gets to deal with you while I'm doing this. So yeah, yeah. even better. By the way, your kids were awesome in the shop the other day. I, was, I enjoyed it <laughs> thoroughly. Oh, my God. They're, they're hilarious and embarrassing all at the same time. Oh, I get it. I get it. I thought it was awesome. All right. And the only way you can get them to settle down is like promising to buy discs. Yeah, I love that. I was like, <laughs> God, keep going, kids. Like, <laughs> Great. I'm out 40 bucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. Um, if you had a bag of Halloween candy, what would be the first oh, thing? Oh, man. What's the first thing that disappeared? <sighs> Probably usually like Starburst or Kit Kats or something or Laffy Taffy. Okay. Something like You're that. You're a banana Laffy Taffy guy, aren't no, you? No, absolutely not. Okay, banana. good. Yes. Banana sauce. You were the first person. I throw them away. I think they're I hate them. absolutely terrible. They are garbage. Absolute garbage. Trash. <laughs> there should be no banana flavored. Ca- oh, no. But no, I, I hate banana runs too. I can't just. Uh, no, I don't eat those yeah, either. I can't. I, I just like oh, I boom. Love runs. I do love runs too. Yeah. (laughs) Anything that'll hurt my teeth, good with it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm for sweet tarts. Oh, yeah. Immediately sweet tarts. Yeah. Or Milky Way. Okay. What's your favorite color? What's your favorite color flavor sweet tart? I don't, I don't, I I don't care. You're just like, I just throw it in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Like the chewy ones at the chewy spree. The little chewy one. Oh, the chewy sprees. So chewy chewy sweet tarts are good too. (laughs) Back in the day, so they changed them. They're called chewy spree or chewy sweet tarts now. Mm -hmm. They were sprees. Oh, yeah, okay. And then, what was the other one? Shockers. No, they were shockers. Chewy Sweet Tarts were shockers. Oh. And they changed them. Now they're not... I remember There's no shockers anymore. Yes. They're Chewy Sweet Tarts. Yeah, they were kind of sour. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I like those. Those were good. I would always suck on them and get all the, like, sour flavor off first, Mm -hmm. and then, like, chew on them. And then then your mouth would be all raw and horrible. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yep. All right. So, there's the random question out of the way. So, shop updates. So, Ledgestone Wave 4 is in the house and we uh will be throwing everything up online i believe it is the 27th that they release and it is the final run of this year's ledgestone drops wow so um we also got dishcraft drop in we got some awesome um star wars stuff or mando stuff yeah in with that drop cool um dg max wax is in full effect we have the snap six and the 
Mini, surf wax. Surf wax minis. Yeah. yeah. And then we ordered Zing minis with the door disc golf stamp on them. Oh, that's cool. So that'll be coming pretty they're soon. They're a Wisconsin company, aren't they? Uh, I don't. Or Midwest. Craig, they're Midwest. I think they're Minnesota. Oh, okay. I think they're Minnesota. And they're little, you know, they're minis that can be used as can toppers. Yep. Which, yeah. So we awesome. got some of the Pico minis, which are the can toppers. Uh-huh. So if you're drinking a libation of some sort on the on the course, you can cover it. Yeah. And if it's a sweet libation, you can cover it and no bees get in it. Mm-hmm. Or you get mad and kick your bag. You're not dumping your beer. <laughs> right. So, <Yeah. laughs> and then, um, and we got some new hats. Oh, that's awesome. It was impulsive. I was at... Um, um, hat head, yeah, and getting hats for our other bit, my other business, and I saw the hats that came in that we chose for those, and I was just like, but these are so awesome. So it's a five or a trucker, and it has or a mesh back. It's not technically a trucker; it doesn't have the high yeah crown. Um, white front, like bill and front. Okay, and then a. Like brown, white, and gray camo Ooh, mesh. It that's is cool. Slick looking. That sounds it is awesome. So cool. Looking. And these are five panel hats, or like, uh, no? Like, they're tr- like truckers, but okay. they don't have the high crown like got it. Traditional okay. truckers. Okay. Yeah. So they're just uh, yeah, they're standard five panel. Yeah. With, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So and then we did the our full color logo just offset to one of the panels. Nice. That so, sounds cool. Yeah, so we should have those pretty soon. But I went in to get some hats because I have a dome. I have a really, really big head. Mm. <laughs> so I went in to get some larger head hats and put the Door Disc Golf logo on them. And I, when I picked up ours, I was like, man, these are. I got to get some for the Door Disc Golf. That's cool. Like, they're really cool That's looking. Cool. So, yeah, so we'll be having some of those come in. And then um, I think outside of that, keep an eye out for promotion going up pretty soon and we'll use instagram and our social media accounts to do it we'll probably use uh youtube because we should be getting those up really soon um i know joe was going to work on them today a bit um really no yeah it is friday yeah joe (laughs) so we should be getting those up pretty soon we did not record today because i was doing all the tournament prep Mm -hmm. i went and mowed the um mowed the course did all that stuff um but yeah so Keep an eye out on that. It will be something that you guys will enjoy um, because who doesn't like cash money? Mm, All right. True. So with that said, you want to share your socials? Yeah. Um, one night dot. Oh, wait. <laughs> that, that's yours. One night dot L. Yeah. Uh, on Instagram. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't. It's funny because I'm on. I'm on the Night Owls one almost more than my own now, just checking mm-hmm. stuff out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously Night underscore Owls underscore Pod, that's the podcast. Right. Yeah. So we do have a Twitter now. Oh, get out. At Door Disc. And like you were using that strictly for uh, Innova. For Innova, yeah. <laughs> and now I'm following like 60 or 80 disc golfers. Okay. It's pretty fun. I get those Brody. emails. Yeah, Brody's on yeah. there. Brody posts a lot or tweets a lot. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I mean, when you listen to um, like debate night or something, he's like, "Yeah, Twitter." <laughs> oh, yeah, he does talk about Twitter a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, door underscore disc underscore golf. And then are you gonna finally share your OnlyFans? Nope. All right. Have a good day. Keep us up, bar. Peace. <laughs>